0: Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about how to use preemptive strategies to make sure that your presentation is seen in the best light. Now, let me explain this. Let me kind of set this up. I want you to imagine that you're in the B2B industry, business to business industry. You've submitted, let's say, proposals to a company. The company's had about 20 submissions from different companies. Now they've narrowed it down to two, and you're one of the two. So you're one of the two left standing, and you're going head to head with your competitor. Now, the question is, let's say you're given the option to go first. How can you really take advantage of that position to really throw your competitors off and make you look good? Well, I'm gonna give you several strategies to consider. The first one is something called the poison pill. Now, typically when you hear the phrase poison pill, it involves large corporations who add something to their corporate amendments so that nobody can come in and actually do a hostile takeover and buy the company. That's the simple explanation. But a poison pill is essentially, it ruins any potential deal. Now you can use a poison pill, I'm gonna show you a variation of a poison pill that you could use in your presentation to spoil it for your competitor who's going to present right after you. So here's what you would do. If you're presenting and you know your strengths, you know what you're good at, you know what your products can do, you know what your services can do, but you also know that your competitor has weaknesses, but your competitor also never really admits to those weaknesses. So what you're going to do is during your presentation is you're going to seed Let me say that word again. You're going to seed the client's mind with questions that they need to ask your competitors who's coming up next. By seed, I mean you're going to give your client some indications, some questions to ask your competitors so that when they can't answer the questions, you're going to look that much better. So, for example, here's what you're going to say You're doing your presentation, and let's say you get to a specific feature that you offer for your product. Now, you know that your competitor doesn't really have that feature, but yet they always seem to kind of not admit it or obfuscate the fact that they don't have it. So what you're gonna say is you're gonna present your feature. You're gonna demo it, and then you're gonna say something like this. This is a feature that we have. Now, our competitor claims they have this feature, but if you really study it closely, they don't have it. It's not currently available, or it doesn't meet the specifications you're requiring. So please make sure that you ask our competitors do they have that product? Do they have that feature? Do they have those specifications according to what you need? Now, what I've just done is I just seeded the customer's mind with that question. And the first thing, or at least one of the first things they're going to do is when the competitor comes in next to present, You can bet your life that that client is going to ask that question, and it's a gotcha question. So imagine for a moment that you have two or three of these poison pills, questions that you want the customer to ask your competitor because you know they don't have a specific feature or they don't meet the specifications that you know the client's requiring. That is how you spoil it for your competitor. Another strategy is that sometimes you know that your competitor who's gonna come after you is gonna badmouth you. We've all been in that situation, at least I have, where a competitor badmouths our company, doesn't really tell the truth, but shades it in such a way that it makes us look bad. So what is, what is one of the things you can do to block those you know negative comments? Well, let's shift over from poison pill to an inoculation. There's something called the inoculation theory. And just think of an inoculation. You want to inoculate yourself. You want to make you basically insulate yourself from any type of disease. So much like an inoculation, a shot, you want to inoculate the client, who you're presenting to, against your competitor bad-mouthing you. Here's how it works. What you're going to do is you're going to tell the customer something like this. Now, Mr. Customer, we've just showed you A, B, C. Now, our competitors always say that we don't have D, E, and F, but I want to go ahead and show you this because we really do have these services or features. Also, you can say something like this, our competitor tells us that we're a young company and maybe we can't handle your business. Well, Mr. Customer, let me show you what we've done over the last year and how we know how we can handle your business. Now, here's what's interesting. Because you brought that up, let's take the latter one, that you're not able to handle their business. If you block that objection right there, in other words, you raise the objection, you talked about it, and you prove that you can do it, remember, just by saying, our competitor is going to say that, but you've already taken care of that objection right there and then. So what's going to happen now is that when the competitor comes in and they begin presenting, and they say, you want to go with us because... Our competitor, who you just heard from, is too young, and it's a young company, and they can't handle this business. Now, in the customer's mind, they're going to say, well, you know, that's what, you know, they said you were going to say. Get the idea? This is really powerful. So there's two strategies here. The poison pill is used to basically seed the customer's mind with questions you want them to ask your competitors the inoculation works in a different way. It insulates you from negativity based on the fact that the competitor might come in after you and talk bad about you. Because if you raise the issues that your competitors are gonna talk about, then you inoculate yourself, and again, Let's go through the example one more time because I want to make sure it's clear. If I believe that my customer, my competitor rather, is going to come in and talk about how we're a young company, then I want to address that during my presentation and say something like this. Our competitor is going to come in here and they're going to say that we're a young company. We're not good at what we do. We can't service you. Mr. Customer, let me go ahead and show you what we can do, what we've done, and here's some proof and here's some companies we've worked with. Now, when your competitor comes in after you, and tries to kind of play that negative card about it's a young company, they're not good enough, in the client's mind, they already know that you've already blocked that objection. That's what's powerful about this inoculation theory, that you can actually insulate yourself from bad, negative media or press from your competitors. Now, what if you don't go first? See, the poison pill and the inoculation theory work if you go first, But what if you don't go first? What if you come in second? What if you have to present second? Well, for those of you who have studied my book on blocking objections, this is where you would use objection blocks. In other words, your competitor has presented and you're almost sure that they've at least mentioned two or three things that you know are negatives in the client's mind. Now, when you go in there, the number two slot, to do the presentation, should you wait for the customers to raise those objections? The answer is no. Don't wait for the customer to raise those objections. What you're gonna do is you're gonna raise the objections. You're gonna control the conversation. In other words, you know that they went in there and they badmouth you. They went in there and they talked about how you're a young company. So when you come in to present, One of the first things you do within the first five minutes is you say something like this, Mr. Customer, I know you've heard from my competitor and he probably told you, or she told you, that we're a young company and we can't handle your business. Now notice that I, the presenter, raised the objection. I didn't wait for the customer to do it because then I'm defending myself. By me raising the objection, I control the objection and I can now move it, manipulate it, shift it, Create a perception that I want them to take away so I can say something like this. I know my competitors come in here and he said that we're a young company and we can't handle your business. But Mr. Customer, I wanna show you two other companies who are in your industry, in your segment, who basically said the same thing. And I wanna show you the results. And then you show them the results. You know, the before and then the after. And then you say something like this to really tie it down. And if you'd like to talk to them personally, I'd be more than happy to give you their names, and their phone number so you can contact them directly. See where we're going with this? By raising the objection that you know that your competitor already brought up because you came in number two, you were presenting second, you can now dismiss those objections. So let's do a quick summary. If you're presenting first, then again, a poison pill is used to seed the customer's mind with questions that they should ask your competitor who's coming up next. An inoculation is basically protecting yourself from negative comments that your competitors will make. In other words, my competitor is going to come in here and he's going to say these negative things and then you take answer those objections right there and then. But if you come presenting second, if you're in the number two slot and you're presenting second, then blocking the objection is the best way to go. Again, so the competitor presented, they basically said two or three negative things because you know your market, you know your competitors, and you know what those negative comments always are. So then you immediately start your presentation and you start tackling those objections one at a time. And again, you raise the objection. Do not let the customer raise the objection because if you're defending yourself, you're always losing that conversation. This is Victor Antonio for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Also, check out my sales training website, seminarsonselling.com where you'll find great training videos for you, your team, to help you grow your business. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. As always, this is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling again hard when you know how. Take care.